the Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is DFS simplified. Head over to PrizePicks.com and use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit match up to $100. We're also brought to you by Sobet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at Sobet.io. That's Sobet.io. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com slash SGP. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGP. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and free podcasts. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow me on the Soccer Gambling Podcast Twitter account. That's at SGP Soccer, at SGP Soccer. Also follow my new Twitter account. It is the Twitter account of the podcast, BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC, at BetMUFC. There will be another episode of BetMUFC out this weekend. If you get my uh, additional picks, check out my website, lockbetting.com. That's lockbetting.com. I'm on the verge of guiding my clients to 102 months in a row of transparent track profit. And to be a part of that 103rd month, sign up for my service on December the 3rd. If you sign up this weekend, you will only get four or five days of plays and you'll be billed again on December the 1st. So it's best to wait to get a full month of content. I use Patreon. My website diverts to Patreon and that's because I want to be fully transparent. Patreon allows all members to interact with each other and comment underneath all of the posts, particularly the PL spreadsheets. Therefore, if I try to cheat in any way, like adding plays or taking plays away or doing anything that those guys on gambling Twitter do on their fake spreadsheets, I would be caught immediately. The the drawback of that transparency, though, means that my service only bills you at the start of every month. So if you do sign up now, you'll be billed for an entire month and you'll only get four or five days of content rather than getting the entire month. So December the 1st is your day as we head on to the journey for 103 months in a row of transparent track profit. I'm going to breeze through this week's show. I am extremely ill. Um, I've been away for four days. Um, was staying at the Paris Saint-Germain Hotel. My kid had a very good week. He ended up meeting Lionel Messi, Di Maria, a host of other players. One of the people he met was Pochettino. And this meeting ended up going viral, ended up being in all the newspapers in the UK and worldwide. And I'll talk about why over at BetMUFC. However, I've come back from that trip and just found myself completely run down yesterday. And today I'm very sick, nauseous, full of flu, full of cold. So I'm going to power through and get this show done. It's not going to be the usual in-depth show. It's not even going to be the usual length, but I don't miss shows even if I feel as bad as this. And trust me, I feel like absolute shit. But as I said, I'm going to power through and get this show done for you guys here today 
We begin here with a 12.30 kickoff between Arsenal and Newcastle at the Emirates. Arsenal are the 1-2 favourites here to win this game. It's 18-5 here on the draw and it's 11-2 here on Newcastle. I think that Arsenal will end up winning this game despite the fact this is Eddie Howe's real first game in charge because he's going to be pitch side. Last week he was in charge for the game against Brentford but because of Covid he couldn't sit in the stands or he couldn't even sit in the ground so he watched the game from home. So he's going to be coaching properly here but I don't think it's going to matter. I particularly like Arsenal here off a bounce back because after solidifying their season they were embarrassed by Liverpool last weekend. We pretty much called that here on the show. As soon as Arsenal step up to top calibre competition, we'll really see how much they've improved and where they are. And we found out once again, they got smashed by top calibre competition as they did against Manchester City and Chelsea earlier on in the season. But here they play against a Newcastle team who, despite the fact they have Eddie Howe, they haven't got new personnel. And I think January is going to be key. And until then... I don't see them getting a positive result out of a game like this. Arsenal have won by two or more goals in four of their last six home games. Meanwhile, Newcastle are winless this entire season and they've lost by two or more in all but one of their away defeats. So I like Arsenal to continue that trend going. The minus 1.5 Asian handicap here is available at plus money. Or you can just take the, the minus one here. You can get that here at around about 8 to 11. I think that's a solid play. With that play, it pushes if Arsenal just win by a single goal. And it loses if Newcastle get a positive result here. So if Arsenal don't win, your minus one ends up being a loss. If they win by a single goal, you end up pushing this selection. But if Arsenal do get the two-goal win, which has been consistent in Newcastle games so far this season, then you end up cashing this play. If you shop around, you can find a better line for this. I'm using Bet365 here today to do the show. And um, I am seeing that at 8 to 11. But usually you can find a better line. I'm sure this one will be available at around about 4 to 5 minus 125 if you shop around but um, given my illness I've not shopped around for it and I'm just giving you the bet three six like bet three six five lines here for this show so Arsenal minus one on the Asian handicap line you'll see your selection here for this game and that one is available at around eight to eleven up next we look at this game here between Crystal Palace and Aston Villa where Crystal Palace are the six to five favorites to win it it's twelve to five on the draw and it's nine to four on Villa we were very good last week with our new manager bounce. We ended up getting a push in the Newcastle game. We got a winner in the Norwich game. And of course, we got the winner here with Steven Gerrard's Aston Villa. This is a tougher test now, travelling away from home against the Crystal Palace team that have been solid so far this season. The strongest standout play here for me, based on data, is to take both teams to score. And usually you don't just ride data blindly, but it's very, very strong data and... I don't see how both teams don't score here in this game. Both teams have scored in five of Crystal Palace's last seven games so far. Um, there have been goals at both ends in three of Villa's last five away games. Palace have drawn a league-high seven matches in their 12 games so far this season. And three of those games have actually ended in 2-2 scorelines. So Crystal Palace are a very different team than what they were before, particularly here under Patrick Vieira. Much more attack-minded here than Roy Hodgson. And we're seeing it in their games. They're playing in more exciting games here. Gerard is obviously going to be an attack-minded manager, even though he kept a lot of clean sheets here at Rangers. You're not going to find him doing that here in the EPL with Aston Villa, who 
aren't title contenders like Rangers were. That's a two league. That's a two league league. This is a twenty league league. This is a proper league where Aston Villa's aim will probably be to finish in the top half this season. And given his start, Gerard should be able to achieve that. But I think the Villa fans want to see an attacking brand of football, and I think that's what he'll bring to them. And I think we'll see goals here in this game. So both teams to score is my selection here for this one. Up next, we look at Liverpool at home to Southampton, where Liverpool are the two to seven favourites. It's twenty-one to four on the draw. And it's 9-1 to one here on Southampton. There's no value really here on Liverpool. But one thing that's worth noting is that Southampton, earlier on in the season, went away to Manchester City and got a 0-0 draw. And I can see them setting up similarly here and implementing that tactic in this one. But I do think, ultimately, Liverpool will be able to find a breakthrough. Liverpool beat Porto by a 2-0 scoreline in midweek and rested a lot of players for that game. And they were still too good for them. They're just in a very good flow at the moment. And despite the fact that I do think Southampton will set up to make themselves difficult to break down, I can't see Liverpool not winning this by more than a goal. Liverpool minus 1.5 on the Asian handicap line here is available at 10 to 13. Liverpool have won seven of the last eight meetings with Southampton and the Saints have the Premier League's worst array record in 2021. So for the calendar year, Liverpool have actually won to nil in their last four home meetings with the Saints, scoring 12 goals. So a clean sheet will obviously lend well towards the handicap market. And Sadio Mane actually comes into this in better form than Mo Salah now. He's taking his turn to share to uh, have the limelight as he has scored in five of his last six here at Anfield. So Liverpool minus 1.5 here. This may take a while for the breakthrough to come. I do think Southampton will be stubborn, but ultimately will cash like last week's game against Arsenal, who also had some resistance, uh, but largely due to Aaron Ramsdale's having a very, very good season. But here, I think ultimately Liverpool breakthrough and win this by more than a goal. So Liverpool minus 1.5 is your selection here for this game. Up next, we look at Norwich at home to Wolves. Wolves are having a very good season and Norwich got their season back on track last week under Dean Smith. They're at home again and they're 13-5 underdogs again, which is the same as last week. It's 9-4 on the draw and it's 11-10 here on Wolves. Wolves have really hit a decent run of form and despite the fact that Norwich got that new manager bounce last week, I just feel that Wolves will end up winning this game here this weekend. I'm going to take Wolves as a pick because that ends up pushing if it's a draw. Wolves have four wins in their last six Premier League matches now, drawing one and losing the other. Norwich have lost four of their six home games. Wolves have won three of the last six away games and the visitors are actually averaging exactly one goal per game so far this season. So, I think this will be a game that possibly goes under two and a half goals. I think it'll be tight and cagey, but I think the moment of quality here will come from Wolves. Obviously, you've got the protection of a push here if Wolves don't get it done, if this ends up being a draw. I like having that protection here. You have to lay a bit of juice though here. You'll get that at 8 to 13. But I think there's, there's it makes sense to do that as opposed to taking Norwich here. Uh, sorry, sorry, taking Wolves here on the money line to just win this on the money line here, given that Norwich are going to set up defensively, going to make themselves difficult to break down, are going to be more organised under Smith than they were un under Farker. So that doesn't give me whole confidence to take Wolves here on the money line. But I'm definitely confident I'm taking them as a pick because I just don't see this Norwich team, despite the bounce back last week, winning back-to-back -back games here in the EPL this season. We now move on to the late game on Saturday where Brighton are hosting Leeds. Brighton are the 11-10 favourites to win it. It's 5-2 on the draw and it's 5-2 here on Leeds. Um, Leeds aren't being talked about as relegation contenders. Maybe this, cause, this is because Bielsa is a glamorous manager and he's managing to escape this criticism. He's very, very highly lauded. But 
Make no mistake about it, unless Leeds start to get some results together, they are in a relegation battle. Brighton have had a bit of a dip since their good start. They're drawing too many games here and it wouldn't surprise me if this one is another draw. So it makes it difficult to take Brighton on the money line. I think the strongest play here will be to take both teams to score at 4 5, minus 125. Brighton have conceded more shots on target in their last four games than in all of their previous eight. So, as I said, the gloss is starting to come off the start of the season. Leeds have now seen both teams score in nine of their 12 Premier League games so far this season. Brighton actually beat Leeds twice last season and have won eight of the last nine league meetings with Leeds. So that's strong data for a Brighton win. And four of Brighton's last, um, sorry, and four of Brighton's last five and four of Leeds' last five matches have all seen both teams to score. So it's a good pick here on Brighton. I think I'd, I wouldn't dissuade anyone from taking them, but I'm going to ride the both teams to score here because there's strong supporting data and it seems to be continually happening in both of these teams' games, particularly when you look at 75% of Leeds matches so far this season. Up next, we move on to Sunday's games and we start with Brentford versus Everton. Brentford have had a massive dip off in form, yet they're still home favourites against Everton, who have also had a massive dip off in form. They're available here at 6 to 5. It's 23 to 10 on the draw, and it's also 23 to 10 here on Everton. I think Rafa Benitez needs something here from this game. I think rather than taking Brentford on the money line, I think you're better off here taking Rafa Benitez to be the next manager to go because I think this will be the unacceptable result losing this game that gets him sacked. I don't think they will lose this game. I think Everton a decent value to avoid a defeat because I think they'll set up here to avoid a defeat. I also think this will be another game that will have goals in it. Brentford have only failed to score in one of their last 10 games and that was against Chelsea in a game where if you watched it, I have no idea how they didn't score. Brentford though have gone eight games without a clean sheet here and this Everton team have scored in six of their eight away games in all competitions and have managed just one clean sheet in that run so I think there's strong data to take both teams to score again I don't want to keep being repetitive with that pick but I do see goals all around the EPL this weekend not many clean sheets if you want an alternative pick take Everton to avoid a defeat here because as I said if they don't I think Rafa Benitez is going to be the next manager to go. And I think there's solid value on Rafa Benitez to be the next manager to go. If you shop around, you'll probably get a better price. But currently, if you're looking at um, Bet365, you are seeing Rafa here at 3-1 to one to be the next manager to go. He is leading the market, but he should be because I just don't see anybody else departing with their manager. Ralph Hasenhutl here is at 5-1, to one. Brendan Rodgers 6-1, to one. Ranieri 8-1, to one. Bielsa 8-1. to one. And uh, no manager to leave this season is 12 to 1. That's always the worst bet of the season because that can come unstuck at any point. You can navigate yourself, navigate your way all the way till April or May, and somebody will sack their manager with, with three games to go. So so never bet that because it never seems to it never seems to cash. But um I do think Rafa is a strong play to be the next one to go here. Everton fans didn't want him anyway, and he's not exactly setting the world on fire with his recent run, although he has had some injuries. I don't think they're going to discount that. The Villa board didn't discount that for Dean Smith, who's done a lot more for the club. Up next, we look at Burnley versus Tottenham, where Tottenham are the 6-5 favourites. It's 5-2 to to draw, and it's 13-5 on Burnley. If anyone needs to win a game this weekend, it is Tottenham. How you lose to Ennis Mora is just unbelievable to me. And their manager, Antonio Conte, did not stop himself from throwing his team under a bus with his comments, talking about the massive internal problems at Tottenham. This is worrying when the guy is only four games into his managerial one. That was his first defeat, but um, it's worrying that he says that. I think this, for me, is a blind play on Tottenham 
because they have to react to that defeat. They're under heavy criticism. And um, I could honestly see Antonio Conte walking out of his job very, very quickly if Tottenham don't start to play for him the way he wants to play, which is basically running down every single ball and putting in a massive effort every single game, which Tottenham certainly didn't do in the Europa Conference League. This Burnley team are unbeaten in four games, including scoring nine goals in those games, and they've lost just once in their last uh, in their last seven. Tottenham aren't setting the world on fire with goals. Harry Kane's not in form, and this is a team that have scored only 11 goals in 12 league games so far, and the visitors have failed to win four of their six away trips so far this season. That sounds bad for Tottenham, but I'm doing a data fade here. I'm just looking at this better team and these, these, these top, this top group of players and this top manager having some sort of reaction here. It's certainly not my strongest play of the weekend. It's a gut play, but I feel that Tottenham will react and win this game against Burnley because if they don't, God knows what Conte's going to say after this one. Up next, we look at Leicester at home to Watford, where Leicester are the 46 favourites, 3-1 to one the draw, and it's 17-4 to in Watford. I'm glad we don't have uh, Brendan Rodgers coming in at Manchester United. I'll talk more about that at Bet MUFC. It does look like we do have an interim manager coming in now. I'm not a believer in Rodgers here at big clubs. And I don't know if he was distracted by the Man United rumours or what, or whether it was just a case of him coming into the season with a team that he knows he's taken them as far as they can. They don't seem to ever qualify for the Champions League. They seem to always be in a strong position to do it. And they seem to mess it up in the final months of the season. And last season, he actually won a trophy with them, winning the FA Cup. So... After this start to the season, what is the ceiling for Leicester? Because they're not going to qualify for the Champions League. Are they going to be trying to retain the FA Cup? They're clinging on in the in the Europa League. They look like they need a result against Napoli to stay in that competition in the next round. So Leicester's season is in danger of spiralling out of control. With that said, I do think this is a must-win scenario for them. And I do think they'll win that game. But before they do that... I think we'll see both teams scoring once again. Watford themselves are yet to keep a clean sheet on their travels so far this season. Leicester have conceded in each of their last nine home games. Both teams to score has landed in eight of Leicester's 10 games. And Leicester's three home defeats this season, though, have only come against teams currently in the top five, which Watford aren't. Watford are also coming off a massive high against Man United. Um, I don't really believe in look-aheads and let-down spots and things that, that is, are very Americanized. But if there was ever a letdown spot here, it would be here for Watford coming off the back of that massive win against Man United. So I'm going to take Leicester to win this game on the money line here at 4 to 6, minus 150. Final game we'll look at is Man City versus West Ham, where City are the one to four favourites. It's 19 to 4 to draw, and it's 19 to 2 on West Ham. West Ham just did remarkably well to win their Europa League group. They're having a very, very good season, but they're coming to this off the back of a defeat in the league last week against Wolves. Perhaps we're going to start to see West Ham dropping down the table. This is a very, very difficult game for me to handicap. I think Manchester City will win this game. I just watched Manchester City against PSG and they were very, very good in midweek. But... I think you can tackle the over two and a half goals here for a little bit more value. And don't discount the fact that West Ham could contribute towards that. City have scored 28 goals in their 10 meetings with West Ham under Guardiola. City have won their last four games, including scoring 11 goals in those games. Raheem Sterling looks back in form. He scored six goals across eight meetings with West Ham coming into this. Uh, West Ham have lost 13 of their last 15 league visits to Manchester City. So it's very difficult to take them here to get a positive result, even though they're knocked Man City out of the Carabao Cup, ending a four-year run of City constantly winning that competition. I think this is very, very different here coming to the Etihad. And I think Manchester City will win this game, but I'm going to tack on the over two and a half goals here for this game. And that gets you here to four to five here for this one. Closing out with your lock here on the show. This isn't a great board to take a lock, but obviously I do take one here on every single show. I don't pass on locks. So 
I'm going to take Leicester to bounce back here against Watford. Leicester have only lost two very strong teams at home so far this season. And there may be a weight off their shoulders with Brendan Rodgers not going to Man United. All that situation has been cleared up now. Ragnick's coming in, so that may help. We also have an emotional letdown spot here for Watford, not only because they won last weekend, but because Claudio Ranieri is coming back to his old club here. He'll get a really good response, but I don't think he'll get a result. So your lock here is Leicester on the money line for this one. That's it for me. Good luck of all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.